Welcome to KISS FAQ Song Stories. In this series, we'll focus on the histories of some of KISS's best and least known songs. In this episode, Love Theme from KISS, originally released on KISS's debut album in 1974. Love Theme from KISS is also notable as being the first B-side on a KISS single. seemed more an amalgamation of two disparate ideas. It is also known due to the mostly instrumental jam, Acrobat, performed live by the band throughout their first 18 months of performing. Acrobat started with an instrumental introduction which later became Love Theme from Kiss when featured in Segregation on the debut album. It was married to a second part that is commonly referred to as Much Too Young since that comprised the basis for the lyrics. Due to their nature, the title Too Young, appearing in Gene's lyrical idea books, it was assumed for many years that those originated from a Gene song idea. Performed live, the few surviving examples suggest an unrestrained, freeform power jam that lacked a solidified static arrangement and was prone to vary. Structurally, the combination of two distinct parts make it appear more of an analogue of the later Rock Bottom, which had a frelly acoustic instrumental essentially being tacked onto a separate Paul Stanley song to lengthen it. Acrobat had been born during the gap between the first performance and the band's June 15th, 16th booking at the Daisy, where the earliest currently known performance was captured by Eddie Solon, using the band's 9-channel 27-input PV sound system. When that Daisy recording was first released on the KISS box set in 2001, the songwriting credit was detailed as a simmons Frehley composition, making it a unique oddity within the KISS catalogue. Gene recounted in those box set liners that the song was born prior to Ace delivering Cold Gin, and that the guitar passage was all he had to offer up creatively at the time. Gene recounted that he saw the possibilities of combining the passage with an alternating bass riff, similar to how the Who's My Generation flowed musically. Gene also recalled in those liner notes, The arrangement quickly came together. Paul added the harmony part, and all of a sudden we had something. Problem was it went nowhere, and it didn't have any vocals, although we thought it sounded pretty cool. Gene also confirmed then that the Too Young part did indeed come from him, but that the original had been an unfinished song in a different key and time signature. Transposed, it worked well when combined with Ace's idea through the addition of a descending riff leading into it. The title, as Gene told Ken Sharp, came from a British band he'd read about in Melody Maker magazine. It didn't make any sense or have any reason other than sounding better than the Too Young song idea that was previously attached to it. During a show, the song provided all the member space to let loose musically on their respective instruments, and Loose best describes the performances fans can still listen to through a variety of sources.
Peter drums a reckless abandon, demonstrating some of his percussive fury, while Ace delivers fluid lead guitar, allowing him to soar to stellar heights. Gene screeches through his vocal section. The piece was recorded at both what is known as the 23rd Street rehearsal and during the Bell Sound Studio demo session, both assumed to be in September 1973. During the rehearsal, a first take is quickly abandoned, or more aptly, never gets going. Ace seems a bit out of it, and when Gene tries to corral Ace, Peter complains that Ace appears not to be with the program that evening. Acrobat! Our new song called Epivescent. How'd you like to be in a group, Ace? He's whacked out tonight. You can't even get me in Following the second take, Peter critiques the performance, admitting he messed up the ending while suggesting the break was performed much too fast. Ace, meanwhile, chirps, Next! Peter's clearly not happy with how the song ended, and from what can be deciphered through the various tuning going on in the background, he seems to be cheerleading for total energy for both sets that they'd be playing, and wanting a consistency of performance. It's an interesting fly-on-the-wall moment from a rehearsal that seems to, at least in that moment, illustrating Peter's role within the band. While it has been suggested that this short rehearsal recording was for a showcase, the commentary between songs and some of Peter's suggestions seem to indicate that it may have been for a regular gig booking. The 90-second clip of Acrobat from the Bell Sound Studio session of September the 24th, 25th that surfaced in December 2022 is far from complete, and it certainly isn't of the best quality. Still, it's good enough to get a taste of that version of the song, presenting part of the instrumental section, the transition, and very briefly, the vocal section. The transition is jagged, and not simply an edit for the leak. It suggests that two separate sections were performed individually and then stitched together back in 1973. Because Acrobat was generally a live jam piece, it could be performed more organically during a gig. Recording a rough version at speed may have impacted the performance, perhaps resulting in the second part needing to be redone.
Peter's drum break is unaffected and nice to hear in reasonable clarity, but the transition prior seems to be incomplete stitching of parts, possibly deliberately. The too young vocal is also brief, but enough to savor hearing the other four minutes of the full recording. However, neither version varies tremendously from the Daisy version included on the Kiss box set. During the recording of the Kiss album, the piece was split, simply retaining the beginning instrumental rather than the ending jam section. Gene attributed that decision to producer Richie Wise in particular, though there was plenty of excess fat to be trimmed off other songs as they were transformed from their club arrangements into professionally recorded compositions. At what stage the song was split remains a mystery. However, it's understandable since the rough Bell Sound Studio demo transition section essentially broke the song into two disparate pieces. Perhaps that is what the producers thought, and the second half is by its nature far from refined, especially in comparison with the rest of the songs recorded for the album. Kenny Kerner told Tim McFate for a KISS FAQ interview, Well, they weren't a jam band. They were not a jam band at all suggesting that the band rearranged the song to its instrumental section solely prior to going into the studio to record it. But other producers and band members have generally refused to comment on whether the full piece was recorded during the album sessions and whether the split actually took place, perhaps not remembering such minutiae. Gene has suggested that the full song was recorded during the first album sessions, but that the producers cut the second part of the instrumental and suggested the change in name for the piece. That explanation probably helps explain the rather long, 25 seconds, fade-out the piece has, which would originally have formed part of the transition into the jam section. However, time and budget, Rocksteady and Casablanca were focused not on recording more material than was needed for the album. From the band and their management's perspective, the recording contract requirements were clear, and any excess material would have been controlled by the label. Two 12-inch acetates featuring seven completed song mixes were cut on December the 13th, one of which surfaced at auction in 2022. It is interesting to note that it included the instrumental still titled Acrobat, though appended with the bracketed theme. December 6th mixing session notes refer to the piece by its full new title. More important for that earliest known acetate of material from the album is that the timing of 2 minutes 24 seconds is identical to the album version at release. Clearly the title was in transition during the first week of December 1973. Oddly, compared with Acrobat on the box set, Love Theme from Kiss was credited to all four band members. Also remaining a mystery is why the other eight songs initially included on the album had their copyrights registered on January the 21st, 1974, while Love Theme's copyright wasn't registered until February the 19th. Acrobat continued to be performed during the first tour, as late as April the 18th, but it had been trimmed down to roughly five minutes duration. According to Gene, part of the song's music was given a second lease of life, being reimagined by Paul Stanley in Detroit Rock City in mid-1975.